Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to episode five of Back Talk. We had opening day today in the MLB, and my New York Yankees beat the Blue Jays six to one with Giancarlo Stanton driving in four runs on two homers. Joining me are the regulars and fans of the wrong New York baseball team, Chris Sachi and PJ Clark. So, Mets fans, you guys looking forward to seeing the Yankees in the World Series this year? I, uh, I mean, in my nightmares, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's probably that's probably what it is. But yeah, um, standing two home runs, good start for him. Saw him, mm-hmm. saw him in spring training. Concerned that he changed his stance because why would anyone change their stance after hitting fifty nine dingers in the MVP last season? But it's worked out so far. So besides that, what are you guys looking forward to seeing most this season? We had a really good opening day. Game went into extras. We had some bottom of the ninth drama. Besides my New York Metropolitans, uh, the NL Central. Uh, if we go division over. I think the Milwaukee Brewers will finish first in a very tightly wound division. I think those three teams are all pretty talented, and it'll come down to health and just some minor performance uh, over performances by certain players. And I actually have Milwaukee finishing first in that division. So, and Central dogfights, what I'm looking forward to this season. Uh, for me, it's the Dodgers. I want to see how the Dodgers bounce back after a long extended season last year. Obviously, even going to Game Seven of the World Series. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to see how they bounce back and, and hopefully recover from such a, a devastating loss in, in a really great World Series. I, I think mm. last year's World Series is kind of getting overlooked because of the, the poor way it ended, but some of those games in the in-between were That's very true. I agree. unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I'm, I really think I think the Dodgers are the best team in baseball by far. I, I think they win probably like 107, 108 games in route to a title. Hmm. Nice. And speaking of the World Series last year, I think I'm most looking forward to seeing what the Astros do. I think they got better this past offseason, mm-hmm. and that's crazy to think about a championship team getting better. It's like the Patriots in football, but obviously they went to the championship and lost, so we'll see if PJ's take comes out right and the Dodgers win it this year. Staying in the NL West, uh, Love to see what the Giants do. Added some older guys. The Giants are bad. Yeah, he, PJ's <laughs> not a fan of the Giants this season. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, at the end of the day, Evan Longoria and Andrew McCutcheon are still huge impact bats. and get you 30 dingers, get on base, professional guys. It's an even year. So, I mean, they have three stars on that, in, that, in that line. Yeah, that ended a year ago, though. The even year thing. I know. Mean, sticking, sticking in the West... Um, Huge Colorado Rockies. Yeah, huge. huge. Huge with the wine. Ginormous. Uh, <laughs> humongo. I think Cargo has a bounce back year. I want to see what John Gray's got now that he's the, the bona fide ace. Wade Davis, uh, how that's going to work out in cores and, and just cores in general. Nolan Arenado, savvy MVP pick possibly. Switching from NL to AL and the best division in baseball. That's just wild. No. <laughs> you didn't have to go You're, you're stuck in the, in the mid-2000s there, honestly. But... AL East, Yankees coming out on top of that, obviously. Yeah, no, definitely, actually, definitively not. I have, <laughs> I think PJ agrees, because of the pitching staff, the major difference between the two, either Red Sox winning that division, because mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Chris Sale, dominant. I mean, David Price and Rick Porcello. Yeah. Cy Young, four Cy Young winners, and Porcello's not as elite as those other two guys can be, but still, and you added J. Mar- JD Martinez, an impact bat. I like what they're doing. I think uh, I think the Yankees. You're relying on CC Sabathia. You're relying on Luis Severino. <laughs> Severino had a great season last year, but hasn't really shown you. Can, he has you know prolonged success. Masahiro Tanaka is one of the most um, one of the most up and down, inconsistent pitchers that you know besides maybe Michael Pineda that the Yankees have seen. So 
Yeah, I don't know. Unless yeah. the Yankees make a move for a pitcher, I think it'll, they're going to. Even if they do make the postseason, um, you know, they're not really built for a playoff series, quote unquote. No, there's there's no denying the Red Sox have better pitching than the Yankees, mm-hmm. but we'll see we'll see how it all turns out. I mean, I, I JD Martinez is my AL MVP pick, actually. Ooh, really? I, I think he hits fifty tanks and and fifty tankers. 50 tankers in, in, in or two in an MVP. I, I think the Red Sox uh, probably finishes the two seed in the American League. I think Alice Cora takes manager of the year. Um, but I have the Indians coming out coming out of the American League this year. Really? Indians over Astros? I do. I have Indians over Astros. <laughs> I think it's so hard to play two consecutive seasons at, at such a high level, and especially with all the extra games you're tacking on at the end. Yeah, I think the Dodgers are mm-hmm. by far the deepest team in baseball, so I, I think they have the, the capability to do so, but I, I don't know if the Astros are going to be able to, to outlast. Because I think as a whole, the American League is, is definitely stronger than the National League. Yeah, which we haven't seen recently. But yeah, right now the National League is, is not as strong. The thing with the Cleveland Indians, yes, they're probably going to enter as the one seed just because they're going to rack up so many wins in an NL. In I actually AL don't Central. think they are. I think the Astros just yeah. are still going to be one. They're still going to be great yeah. because AL Central is is pretty poor. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of them, you really don't. I mean, the Minnesota Twins are, is, you know, do they really shock anybody? I don't. I don't think so. I think last year they really overperformed, and they even then made the wild card. They too. fall back to reality. Yeah, it's to be expected. They're going to fall back, and then you have the Tigers and Royals and. You know, they're just teams that are really far out of it right now, not even close to any sort of contention we can speak about. So, I don't know. I think the AL, the AL West, if we're going to go there, I mean, I, you know, do we think – I think the Shohei Otani experiment is very early. That I don't, I don't think uh, how great that's going to work out for the uh, Los it's, Angeles it's too early. It's too early to call for that, yeah. though, I, I'd say. I yeah, actually – I mean, I, it's too early to curl the Otani thing. I have the Angels wildcard, too, actually. Really? Yeah. I mean, if Mike Trout plays a full season, you can never, ever count out postseason, mm-hmm. postseason play. I still think there's just so many. There's a lot of holes. Their infield has never been spectacular. They've failed to really develop guys. The past three years, the infield has been filled with players who really they haven't really developed themselves at all, and I think that's that's going to continue. They got Ian Kinsley now, though. They got yeah. Angelton Simmons was was amazing last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that's a team that's a team on the rise if the pitching gets there. Yeah, there's still a crazy high ceiling for Otani. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, if they hit on that, if he hits on his own potential, I think that it can be another piece in a pretty interesting puzzle. I think Seattle. I think the drought continues. I'm I'm sorry to say it, but I picked them to make the playoffs last year. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) whoever's picked them in the last what 16 years is that 16? That sounds right. Have have been wrong. Um. You know they have, they have some interesting pieces as well. Um, you know, at the end of the day, though, I mean, adding D, I think D Gordon is a pretty overrated player. Does, I mean, he hits. Now he's going to center field. Now he's going to center, and you know, learning a new position also hurts the guys on the offensive side just because they have to spend so much time on defense. And I think he's got the athleticism for it, but who really knows? Uh, Robbie Cano is still a very good player, but I miss you, Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> also, just a little side note. The Yankees that offseason, they 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 would not pay Robbie Cano, but then spent all their money on Carlos Beltran, Brian McCann, and Jacoby Ellsbury. It's interesting. So, interesting. Good decisions all around. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah, interesting way that the Yankees handle it. The World Series team. Last MLB topic. Moving on to way too early award predictions. Those are the best, aren't they? Obviously. Everything. Everything. Like, Easily you know, like the, the best. Like the day after the the draft. 
of any sport uh, way too early next year's draft. <laughs> please. Yeah, please. coming back to this in a couple months could be pretty funny. but <laughs> It could be disastrous. What do you guys think for MVP this year? Uh, for I, I have Corey Seager and J.D. Martinez. All right, picks. Um, mine will uh, you know, NL, Nolan Arana. Can't go wrong with the, the Coors effect. Coors. American League, there's a lot of guys here in play. Um, this is interesting. Easiest pick in the world, Mike Trout, by far the best player in baseball. And especially if the Angels perform better than they have in past years. I mean, uh, you can't go wrong against them if he plays the full season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brings them to the playoffs. Lock in MVP. Definitely. So, PJ, you got an MVP coming from the Dodgers. Is your Cy Young coming from the Dodgers, too? Yeah, the greatest pitcher of all time will uh, reclaim hey, his throne. Hey, Ooh, I, I don't know. Atop the, the Cy Young. Max Scherzer, it was a fun two years, buddy. But the boss man's back. The shout-out to Max Scherzer for being in the... I hope Clayton Kershaw doesn't pitch enough innings and gets yeah, injured for it. Then he wins the MVP. The then he gets it every year. Then yeah. he becomes Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, but sorry, dude. He's like so easily established as the number two pitcher in the National League and probably all of baseball. Um, my NL Cy Young pick, no Syndergaard. Didn't, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean. Yo, Giancarlo Stan, MVP number two. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, American League, Chris Hill. Man, you guys and your Red Sox. Oh, um, American League. I, I have a, I have a sad. I picked him in last year. Uh, he had a good year, not, not good enough. Um, but I think since the Astros will be the, the best uh, team, uh, I'm going Lance McCullers. Ooh, Lance McCullers, Ooh. Lance Cy Young pick. Yes, big did, boy. Did it, did it last AL year? Picks are out there. He did boy. it last year. I liked him enough. To I mean, he it. had a. He's a good pitcher, but you know it's. Uh, that's he gets, a, that's a bold one. He gets one. that curve working. Oh yeah, he's got. He's probably got one of the best curves in the bigs. But that's a nice. That's a bold pick. Yeah, we'll see. It. I'm here to be bold. Yeah, be, be here to be bold. I, I went it. chalk. I went rather chalk in the NL. I'm here to be bold. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I've been going a little chalky on my picks. Let's. Um, I'm here to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what it's all about. Speaking of having fun, Loyola Chicago. Ooh. Sister G Final was four. Fun. I'm you, done. I'm done with Sister G. You know Sister G. I was done with Sister G last week. I'm done with Sister G. Yeah, I mean, well, Sister G, you know she's having her fun. Upsets, late are night fun. benders. Upsets are fun <laughs> for the first weekend until we have Loyola Chicago playing in the Final Four. They have a chance against Michigan. No, they don't. I think they do. I think I think they do. The way they've been playing. I don't think I, think I don't they think they're going, going to win. She's blatantly going to get out, coach. You're going up against top five coach in the country. It's over. Don't play again. Don't bother showing up. It's unfortunate for you. So I'm rooting for Loyola Chicago to win it all this year. Um, They could go against Kansas Villanova or Michigan can go against either. Who do you guys have coming out of it? Coming out on top. I've got Kansas. Um, I know what my colleague to my right has here, but at the end of the day, it's it's hard not to to pick a team who has you know five starters who scoring double figures as I mentioned so many times. Um, Deep team. Can share the ball, not a not a huge one, you know, huge star player kind of team. But late, lately in the NCAA tournament, that's kind of been what wins you games is, is a lot of depth and a lot of, you know, a team mm-hmm. with chemistry and a lot of good veteran players. So yeah, it's hard to pick against that and a Hall of Fame coach. I don't you, think Kansas makes it. You just de- you just described the Villanova Wildcats. You understand exactly, that, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're both built so similar. Yeah, so I think Villanova wins it all. Had it from the beginning. Not changing now. I don't think Kansas makes it to the final. 
Uh, Villanova has been the best team in the country for the entire year. Tony Bennett can take whatever he has and shove it, take his AP coach of the year and whatever. They, they've not been better than Villanova the entire year, and they went out and proved that. Thank God. Um, yeah, Nova's going to – Nova's going to – I don't think – Nova is due for a stinker. Maybe they only beat Kansas by like three, but Jalen got his AP National Player of the Year award today, so that was fun. And um, – and he did. Either e- they beat either team on on the left side by I don't know like fifteen in the championship. Not even not even a game. That is true. Nova, yeah. Nova wins the title. Easy easy money. I I mean I I've been on the Nova train. They, they're the most complete team in the country the entire year. I I have no qualms about picking them now, especially when they they've made it this far. And it's a win for the Big East, which just makes me feel like <laughs> awesome. Interesting factoid: picking Kansas, maybe maybe not because my bracket has them winning. Just saying. That could affect things. That could affect my forecasting. Uh, speaking into existence. Never lost. <laughs> now, when Loyola Chicago makes it to the championship game, though, I'm, Nova, I'm really going to be hoping. Beats them by 50. I'm really going to be hoping <laughs> that they can upset Loyola Nova in Kansas. A point. <laughs> it's a little out there, but. So, in another place in college basketball, the place that we call home, Darius Baisley. My hero. Recently, Look at very him. recently, decommitted from Syracuse and is going straight from high school to the G League. I'm crushed, honestly. It's a it's a very smart move on his part. But and look, but I am crushed. He's my hero. But by like, this news. can we just get, like? I understand the move, but like, how smart is it? Is it really? Like, yes, he's That's, making money. I agree. Like, like it, 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 We can't just assume it's a genius move already. I mean, no one's done it, so it, it remains to be seen. Yeah, he's but a trendsetter. At or the end of the day, he might not even be a trendsetter. It, it was definitely a difficult decision for him. A lot of it was probably financial because he'll, he'll go from playing in a Division One program in the ACC to you know maybe two thousand people a game in the G League. Yeah. You know. And you're getting way more attention at Syracuse basketball when they make the Final Four next year than yeah, the super, G League. Super wrong and incorrect. But I I. I appreciate Baisley for making this decision I mean, this a, and paving the way. This is a an historic move. Like this is incredibly historic. What we what we just witnessed. It, it's and just we had to be the victim. Of it's it. yeah. It sucks that SU was the the victim here. Uh, Darius Baisley is my hero because he is uh, single handedly going to take down the NCAA, and I uh, I appreciate that, and I will love him forever. Single-handedly taking down the NCAA. Well, he'll start, he has opened the fun. That's he, the first he, he domino to fall. Opened the floodgates. Yeah, that's the first domino to fall. I mean, it's don't be surprised because a lot. I mean, a lot of guys were taking this route and going overseas, mm-hmm. but you know the culture shock and everything else makes it kind of like a really pretty rough decision. But I mean, this getting to stay in America and you know the NBA. You've heard reports of like they're trying to revamp the G League. Where this is it. This I mean, is this is what the G League should be. This, this is, is make what the or G break. League should be used for and he has made uh i mean i listen if i was in uh darius basley's position and i knew i was an nba lottery pick slam dunk no matter what i did i would go to the g league too don't even bother with college it's only gonna hurt you yeah i I don't know i think i i would it'd be hard to pass up the money obviously but the exposure at in college and, and not the even the exposure. Exposure. You're pay, You're playing for an NBA minor league team. You're getting developed by an NBA coaching staff without being in the actual NBA. Like, there's literally no doubt. In some that. cases, the coaching staff thing isn't a big deal. I think the biggest 
the biggest factor is just the the experience of the G League will be much different than college. For him. Oh, I think that's a good thing. You get adjusted to professional life. You that's get used true. to the bus rides. You get used to the planes. Because the G League is not... And, and that's going to be a culture and shock it, as well. Exactly, but get used to it now so you don't have a crappy rookie season. It's the thing that Donovan, Donovan Mitchell said in an interview that why he's elevated his game so much as a rookie this year is because he doesn't have to go to class yeah. and spend all this time taking classes and doing all that. He just gets to play he basketball. He gets to play basketball. All the time. Like, that's what that's he watches. True. If he's not playing, he's watching film. He's I working think this out, actually makes him better. Yeah, this could. I mean, as a player or makes his draft stock better? Both. Really? I think teams would be more inclined to show that I think this G League experiment works. For draft stock, it's not really. I don't think it changes. Do you think, think NBA teams would prefer high school athletes to go straight to the G League? Yes. You um, don't think they'd want to see no. them in college ball? Not unless you're going to Kentucky or Duke or someplace with a history of. No, yeah, even that. That's a tough question. I mean, in terms of level of play. It's it's hard. It's really hard to, to really know which one's bad. I mean, the the thing with the D League is it's a lot of guys who will never play an NBA game, just there are like a lot college. Of guys who do play an NBA game. Yeah, there are a lot of guys that get sent down by NBA teams. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I think it's it's slightly better. It's not as better as some people think. At the end of the day, though, you know he will be he will be getting coached by guys who either have coached overseas or have coaching like experienced mm-hmm. experienced you know coaches. No, they're talking about in terms of his enjoyment. If we're going to factor that into it, it will not be as high. But no, in terms of his, not. in terms of his future, I think it's a smart decision. In no. terms of the Syracuse team, if we're even going to dive into that, <laughs> and we already know the ramifications. I mean, I, I think it's foolish to dive into it at this point when there are so many moving parts. Because yeah. I, I think Tyus Battles is as good as God now. I think yeah. O'Shea said may as well be out the door as well. Yeah, that's that's going to be tough because so I th- I th- things are really looking up for next year. They were, they were. But um, but. with with a top ten lock, top ten pick lock, gone, I don't know. Who Tyus might be drafted in the late twenties this year. O'Shea might stay. Who knows? Basley was not as much of a finished product as we're thinking here. Like he was, he's seventeen years old. Listen, Syracuse technically still has another one done on the roster for next year anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we're not talking about a guy who was going to come in and you play like Carl Anthony Towns, who was like NBA <laughs> ready pretty much already. I mean, this is a guy who's young and he's younger he's than the three of out. us. Yeah, and he, yeah, and younger. He's got to fill out as a player, and he's, you know, he won't. He wouldn't. I mean, he would not have lit the world on fire up here. He would have been. He would have been a good addition, but he would not have been maybe as great as we some people think as five seven. Yeah, he he would have he would have given us a a solid team. Yeah. We're still going to have a pretty solid team next year, but he would have solidified that team next mm-hmm. year. So oh, for sure, yeah. We'll see how the dominoes fall for the rest of the offseason for Syracuse basketball. Mm-hmm. But that wraps up the fifth episode of Back Talk. Basketball, baseball, thanks for listening, and see you guys next week.